everybody listen to We're Not Wizards. Because we are the best. And we're not wizards. No matter what anybody says. Goodbye. Welcome to another episode of We're Not Wizards. My name's Richard. I'll be your host for July. Um, there's obvious jokes to do, introduce my next wonderful guests. Um, but I'm not going to just be that type of person that does that. I like to be a bit innovative. So you could say I might look... I'm not just going to be the person who's going to look inside the box or underneath the box... Or around the box, I'll probably push the box to one side and look at what's behind the box. Because <laughs> joining me tonight from behind the box is I've got Chris, and I've got Lindsay, and they're fantastic and wonderful. And say hello, people. Hello. Hello. I'm just. Thank you. That was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I know it, I don't say this very very often, but um, you two are my favourites. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be, and there's gonna be complaints, and I'm gonna lose like three Twitter followers or something from the really emotional <laughs> people out there. But um, I just um, we <clears throat> I became aware of your channel um, a little while ago. Um, you guys, we then bumped into each other in a rather short meeting um, mm-hmm. at Aircon. And then I, I kind of was, I saw you, I saw you in my kind of, I guess my Twitter kind of timeline. And I went, I've not asked these people on. I better ask them on because otherwise <laughs> it would be rude. And I was still wondering if you were like still annoyed at me because we kind of met briefly at Aircon and I was so surrounded by like lots of millions of people that I was kind of like, hi, I've got a big box of games. I'm trying to concentrate and then I've got to go off and be somewhere because I said I would play some games. So um, I'm delighted you guys are on. Um, For people who aren't aware or haven't listened before, thank you very, very much for joining us. The reason that we do this is quite simply because um, we've gone through episode 300 and it just seems stupid to stop <laughs> you know wow. anything <laughs> after that and the second reason that we do this is because um, Chris and Lindsay do some fantastic stuff on their YouTube channel and I thought it was time to have them on the show so you can learn a little bit about them, you can learn a little bit about the channel and um, at the end of it they too will be your favourites in the entire tabletop <laughs> space Um <clears throat> So that's a big promise to make. <laughs> I'm just setting the expectation part is um <laughs> as in the medium as possible. So it's entirely your guys' decision how well this goes. If this goes really, really well, you can kind of claim the credit. If it goes really, really badly, feel free to kinda of blame it on um on me if you want to. Um how I mean, as an aside, how long have you guys kind of like been hanging about together, as we would say. Been hanging about. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we got married in 2010. Right. Uh, yeah, we met probably, what, was it 2007? Yeah, it was met. 2007. Yeah, I was studying met. abroad mm-hmm. and we met. Um, and then we did three years long distance, got married, moved over here in 2010. Over here being England. Yeah, sorry, UK. Because you then... may have noticed one of us is American. <laughs> I couldn't, I didn't want to, I couldn't guess because I knew that one of you sounded a bit foreign um, <laughs> and the other one was Lindsay. Um, <laughs> but where, where, are you, where are you originally from, Chris? Uh, I'm from Warrington. All right. Near Manchester. Oh, yeah. So. That's why I sound weird. And actually, because I live with Lindsay, mm. and my voice has sort of transformed living with an American. Yes. Yeah. So I do speak 
strangely. People do ask him, like if we're at a checkout or something, mm-hmm. they'll ask him where he's from. They won't necessarily <laughs> ask me. Yeah, and we live in Warrington. <laughs> <laughs> We did move away for a while, but we now live in Warrington, and people will be like, oh, where are you from? That's an interesting accent. I'm like, I'm actually from here. <laughs> Being discriminated against in my own, in my own backyard kind of thing. Yeah. Um, where are you from, Lindsay? I'm from Michigan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I say that, but Great I have Lake no idea State. if you kind of like gave me a set of darts and asked me to throw darts at the right place of the map, or even point it out, I'd kind of... I'd guess it was kind of like in the middle-ish, but I would probably be wrong. It's probably on the... It borders Canada. Oh, well, it's... It's, Yeah, north... It's like by Ontario, like by that sort of area. So is it quite... It's more middle than not. Is it quite cold then? Um, In the wintertime, it's really cold, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, But in the summertime, it gets hot. Um, We get what's called lake effect weather. Mm -hmm. Because we're surround, it's a peninsula surrounded by all these great lakes, mm-hmm. and um, that puts a lot of moisture into the air, and it makes the weather around there like more extreme. So we'll get lots of snow mm-hmm. because of the lake effect. But the summers are so humid. The summers are really it's hot. We get awful. a lot of mosquitoes. <laughs> do you get um? Do you get a chance to go home quite a lot then? Um, yeah, usually once or twice a year right. we mm-hmm. go back. Mm-hmm. Well, that's quite cool. That's quite good. Yeah. Does it? Does that mean, Chris, that you've got kind of like a part? Kind of you automatically get kind of like a US visa for visiting. Then you just kind of like say, well, we're going to be turning up at this date, and then you're kind of fine. Or do you have to go kind of through? I know it's a sideways question, but I'm always interested. <laughs> yeah. So I can like we could work towards me getting a more permanent visa, uh-huh. but. Um, it's a, a lot to go through and it costs quite a lot and because we only go there to visit uh-huh. I just go on the usual like the Esther that anyone can do yeah yeah so uh, yeah I've not got any any special privileges the only special privilege I get when I go through is that I get to go through the faster line because Lindsay's American so I don't have to wait oh, right. I, some places won't do it but a lot of the places will let you go through Yeah, yeah. To, well, we can go through together through the American line which is usually quicker than the international it's interesting because when you when you go to America they're usually more understanding and they'll let the they'll let the foreign spouse go through with the American spouse through the American line but when you come into the UK it is exactly the opposite yeah I have to go through the slow line yeah he has to go through my line so. <laughs> These are the uh, the hidden positives and, and losses that people don't talk about when you marry a foreigner. I, yeah. I think that these things need to be expressed so people know <laughs> people know exactly what they're getting into when they pick up some man from Warrington. That's <laughs> that is what I'm saying. Um, what was it you studied? Um, I studied biology mm-hmm. at Central Michigan oh, right, University. Okay. Yeah, I studied computer games design in Huddersfield University. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. So did you just meet through like a chance encounter then? Did you just, were you just in the same place at the same time through kind of university? Was it over? Was it, you know, you can make this up if you want to, but was it over (laughs) a dreamy game of Carcassonne or Catan? (laughs) Or was was it a case you kind of bumped into each other in the pub and then you got chatting? No, we we lived in the same like wing of a bit like a university building, oh, okay. and I I applied late to a living housing, uh-huh. and so when I got there, and they were like, okay, we've got a place for you, mm-hmm. but it's in the international area, and so it was me, and then a hallway just full of American people, <laughs> um, and so that's where Lindsay was I, again. I got relegated. <laughs> I can just. Wasn't good enough for the Brits. I could just imagine you could have fit in anyway, just forecasting which part of the states you were from anyway. Because I think this whole, <laughs> ac- this whole accent thing has been going on. It's obviously been going on for quite some time. Now, if, you know, just <laughs> random people are just kind of, um, are just kind of asking. So, um, obviously you went through the, the court and then the happiness and running about and you know, holding hands and, you know, smiling and <laughs> laughing and waving and then and then obviously you kinda got you kinda got married. Was the tabletop side of stuff, was that something that happened at university or was that something that kind of you kind of stumbled into kinda later on when you were together? Well 
A good, that's a good question. Um, I've always played games. <laughs> My family, that's just how we spend time, spend time mm, together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've always played games. Um, but so when I introduced gaming to Chris, it was, it was a lot of the stuff that I played, um, growing up, which is your more typical stuff you can find at, you know, um, uh, oh, I'm going to say American words yeah, here, Walmart. but like Walmart, yeah. Target, yeah. you know, that sort of stuff. Yep. Um, <laughs> but Things like Balderdash and. Yeah, but Chris, when, he, yeah, you, you got to know some people on your course at university who were really into more modern. <laughs> Board gaming, and then Chris is the one that really kind of brought us into modern board gaming. Yeah, I've always played video games like since I was a kid, which is why I did the computer games design course. Um, and then met some people there mm-hmm. that were really into board gaming, and so we kind of, you know, you hadn't really been much of a board gamer since being like younger and living with your family. And so we kind of got into it together. Mm-hmm. But yeah, through my friends that I've made that introduced modern board gaming to us. Did you um, did you go into the video game industry then, Chris? I did for a while, yeah. yeah. Um, it's very hard yeah. to get into. Um, so for a while I did do that. Um, did a lot of contract work. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it, it's just, it's tough. It's a tricky thing to break into. I'd have a lot of interviews. Mm-hmm. I travelled all over the country going mm-hmm. for interviews yeah. and two different countries too yeah even at one point went over to the netherlands wow. for an interview um and yeah i like i said i did some contract work but never really got like a solid full-time position mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in that so yeah that was a it was a shame but you know yeah it's, i suppose if you've not got the stability as well and if you're i know i know a lot of the video games industry is a case that once the once that particular game or whatever is finished and shipped, then they can just turn around and say, "Right, contracts over, folks. Better get your CVs and your and your kind of your shirt and ties out so you can go and look for a you know look for a kind of another another job." So are you and are you in are you still in the kind of the the IT computer type space? Are you doing something completely different than what you kind of set out to do? No, something completely different. Um, when we were in Huddersfield, I was working in insurance, mm-hmm. and now I'm training to become an accountant. Now. All right, cool. So totally one eighty. <laughs> no, no. I mean, um, no. I mean, you got. To, um, I've got a degree in, yeah, sciences and chemistry and biochemistry and stuff like that. And um, you know, I I work um, as a consultant for Amazon for a living. So. No. <laughs> with my specialist chosen subject on occasion people kind of you know they talk about you know and um and you got to watch out because you do end up with a bit of carbon scoring on it well let me tell you all about carbon shall we and then it never goes kind of any any kind of further than that um so you're you're slowly kind of getting into the getting into the hobby um is it in terms of in terms of the board gaming in general, um, I mean, I've had um, one other, I guess, kind of couple on the show, kind of before, um, which was um, Becky and Kelly from uh, Board Games in Bed. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So was it was it something that kind of as you kind of developed in the relationship, did the did the kind of the tabletop and board game side did that give you like a common something that you guys could kind of like do together, you know, rather than sit around watching the kind of the goggle box in the corner. Yeah, that was pretty much exactly it, mm-hmm. yeah, because as soon, like, as soon as my friends started introducing me to games, the first thing mm-hmm. I thought was, I need to get Lindsay to come and join us for mm-hmm. these. And so it was games like Avalon mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. some of our first games, you know, the social deduction yeah, stuff. Yeah. And Munchkin was a, a first one as well. And so I was playing them at university and then playing them at a local game store. Yeah. And I was like, right, this weekend, Lindsay, you've got to come with me. We're going to both go. And uh, then we just started building our collection of board games. And yeah, it kind of became a, a nice alternative to when we didn't want to just sit and watch TV mm-hmm. all night. We could be like, right, well, let's get some sort of game. So we started getting a lot more cooperative games mm-hmm. and games with a bit more story and narrative. And yeah, just sort of 
took dove straight head straight in head first to all of those sort of games i think i found that you know because i i moved from um america over here and so i didn't really have any friends yeah. um so i found that it was a helpful way like a good excuse you okay so you know how when you're a kid and you make friends it's it's you know, you ask someone over to your house, that's so normal. But when you're an adult, it's really weird to just be like, hey, do you want to come over to my <laughs> house? Don't, don't. I mean, it's such the weird thing. It's <laughs> like, um, because of kind of board gaming, I have made a lot of friends. And in fact, Steve, um, who now writes for the site, um, we met because... <laughs> <laughs> this is going to sound so weird. I was in Waterstones with my <laughs> kids. He was in Waterstones with his kids, and we were looking at the beginning of the board game kind of section. And he was looking, mm-hmm. at, I think he was looking at King of Tokyo or something like that, and he's with his daughter. And I said, like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a really, really good kind of family game. And we kind of got talking from there. And obviously, you know, me being me, you know, you could, he kind of looked at me and went, are you okay? And he was like, I'm just, I'm just really trying not to mention my tabletop podcast kind of thing as I was like struggling. <laughs> no, must not say it. Must have normal conversation about tabletop. Kind of must walk away. I've got a podcast. Um, here it is. Um, you know, and and that you know, and that and so there's that that kind of thing where you kind of eventually go. Well, you know, we've been chatting and we've met at the club, you know, the board game club a couple of times. And it's like so if we move this to the next level and say, hey, do you want to come around for a game night? And it, you're completely right. <laughs> you're completely right, Lindsay. Yeah. It's that kind of you know. And normally, if you're making new friends, it's because you're kind of like you're in the park on the swings and it's like, what are you doing? It's like, I'm being Batman. (laughs) What are you doing? I'm being Superman. Oh, cool. Do you want to do that together? Kind of thing. Whereas the kind of the whole board Mm -hmm. game thing, it kind of sounds, it can be a bit kind of strange because I guess if you're at a a board game club and you're chatting away to somebody, you know, at the end of the session, um, you can just all walk away and that's it. Whereas if it's somebody around the house, it's like, ah, I've got a Hoover, and I've got to get food. You know, that's that's kind of like a, yeah. a kind of worry. But did you find Lindsay that that kind of helped, kind of with Absolutely. your friendship circle, kind of? Absolutely, yeah. Like if if I could get a conversation going about board games at work, or if I could bring something to work, mm-hmm. or I don't know, and and start a conversation that way. And then if there was somebody that I liked at work, mm-hmm. then I could invite them over for for gaming. Like we did that. There were there was a couple that um, I just adored from work. Um, that. We, we eventually ended up inviting them over because I just had, I knew that they were into video games, but I, and I, you know, like when you know a video gamer and you know, you are so close to being a board gamer, you just yeah. don't know it. <laughs> All you gotta do is get through that first, do you wanna come over? And then they get there and you just have to sort of make sure that they understand you're not trying to be swingers with them. Yeah, that's it's the like, danger. No, we really invited you around to play board games. <laughs> and then <laughs> you get over that first hurdle and it's fine. It's like you put the put the yeah. bowls out to put like the counters out for things like that and then somebody goes, Oh, is yeah. this where I put the car keys? It's like <gasps> <laughs> No Not just yet. Yeah. So yeah. Kinda, kinda thing. But yeah, I mean that that definitely helped Lindsay having having board games because mm. when uh because like I say I'm from Warrington but we moved to Huddersfield yeah. right after we got married mm-hmm. and um so I had friends from my university yeah. um, and they got on well with Lindsay, but they were still kind of, you know, computer game mm-hmm. sort of geeky kids. Um, and so they weren't your friends, mm-hmm. you know? And so mm-hmm. Lindsay having that to be able to go, right, there's a couple that I like at work. I think we got on with them really well. Yeah. Do you mind if I write them around? I'm like, of course, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so we've, we've still got friendships today mm-hmm. that we maintain because of you know, initially getting into board games and inviting people around from board gaming. Yeah, it works. Lure them with board games and food. It will work. You will make friends. <laughs> Especially if you're American, because you can say, we'll make you some American food. Oh, we'll yeah. make you sloppy joes. We'll yeah. make you corn I don't, dogs. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what that is. That sounds like some kind of pancake with chocolate in it and potentially onions. <laughs> could be anything. It could be anything at all. Um, what, is it you, it, what is it you do for a job then, Lindsay? Um, I'm in sales. Oh. Yeah, I'm in sales. 
What do you sell? Yeah. Design stuff. What do you sell? <laughs> I, I sell parcels, like... <laughs> shipping, shipping. Shipping, oh, yeah. delivery. <laughs> yeah, logistics. Yeah. <laughs> People walking past in the street and it's like, now you look like somebody who wants a two kilogram brown paper package. Am I right? Am I right? Can I just Courier <laughs> packs, anyone? Courier packs? <laughs> yeah. So I talk, I talk parcels all day long. Do you get kind but of, yeah, does, that, it's kind of fun. does that mean you're quite critical of kind of like the Kickstarter side of the business when, I don't know, do you guys do kind of Kickstarter at all or have you done kind of Kickstarter at all? We've dabbled. We've dabbled with Kickstarter. Are you quite, <laughs> are you quite critical of how things are shipped then, Lindsay? And you're just like, can't believe they sent that 48 hour. That could have easily gone 24 hour and they'd have saved themselves. <laughs> to come through me, they would have saved themselves at least four pound. Pair box. I have, yeah, okay. I do, yeah, I do look at <laughs> I do <it>. the, <laughs> the the way that people decide things. It all ultimately uh, it comes down to cost, yeah. though, doesn't it? It all comes down to saving money, not necessarily what the customer wants, yeah. but it comes down to saving money. It was really funny when we first had the conversation when Lindsay was saying, I've, I've applied for this job and I'm going to go for it. And then when she got offered the job and she was saying, I've got really good ideas for board games, <laughs> that was her like what was driving her motivation. Yeah. She was like, yeah. we can get lower shipping for retailers and for Kickstarters yeah. and for people that are shipping to out to Essen and stuff yeah. from the UK. Yeah. I've, I've been able to like, ha- I've had little, like little, little baby successes with them, but um, I'm, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I've got a few, few <laughs> ideas of new clients to call tomorrow. And we'll see what we can sort out for them. But yeah, it's always exciting. It's always exciting when you can, when you can help people find a better solution than what they were you've got to you've got to have a new business called moving behind the box (laughs) (laughs) there you go we should do that's it logistics i'll make a note i'll write all your logistics things solutions for for moving all of your stuff well we're triple partners i mean i can talk about amazon logistics (laughs) and you can deal with the postage side as well so we can deal with them on fulfillment yeah we can do fulfillment side of things and yeah um, <laughs> you know, and yeah, and Chris can help as well. I'll be there. Right? You can yeah. be there. <laughs> you can be there chasing chasing everybody with Trello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you you're kind of you're playing away. You're obviously having kind of like regular game nights, and the friends are kind of coming round. Um, when did it? When did it move to video? As in, when did you sit down and actually say, do you know what? Why don't we just film a couple of these things and see, you know, see how it kind of pans out, see how it kind of works out and put it on YouTube for a laugh and kind of see what happens. So is that, <laughs> is that kind of how, how that kind of happened? Kind of, yeah. I mean, I'd thought about it because I, I watch a lot of YouTube, mm-hmm. probably more than you should. Um, <laughs> and so I was... Uh, toying around with the idea for a few years mm. before we even started because I was watching like show up and sit down and thinking I, I could do that we've got enough <laughs> games <I've, Yeah>. <laughs> we could make enough videos and then I just never did and then it was at the start of 2017 and I spoke to Lindsay about it. I was like how do you feel we were, I remember we were laying in bed you were trying to fall asleep and it was <laughs> it was racing in my mind like it got to the point where it was like running right through my head like I couldn't sleep because I was thinking about what we'd do and what sort of games we'd cover and um, oh, and I was like Lindsay I'm really sorry I know you got to sleep but I need to <laughs> just I need to just say this at you and then you can sleep I was like <laughs> and I just said like we should I think we should do this um so this was, was like yeah is this more of a case of Lindsay wanted to get to sleep so she just <laughs> turned around to you and just said look if you shut up and go to sleep <laughs> right now you can do whatever you want regarding YouTube <laughs> and board games. Just let me sleep. And you're like, they're going, yes. Result. It's basically like you were there. Yeah. <laughs> Negotiation so success. Got, I'll write that down in my notebook. Yeah. <laughs> me one. That's how I get most of the things that I want. I went to Lindsay, <laughs> trying to fall asleep, and then just pester her. And she goes, yeah, okay, whatever, just let me sleep. It's good marriage advice. I, I don't know if that is... But you know, um, it's good marriage advice for me. It works out regularly. <laughs> yeah, but. Good. Uh, you know, and the, uh, yeah, 
And this is why we've, you know, this is why we back this three hundred pound Kickstarter that's going to be turning up. <laughs> you agreed, you agreed to it. You know, it was probably quarter to three in the morning, but you definitely said yes, <laughs> kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> did you muck around with things yourself then, Chris? Did you kind of say, "Oh, let's do a shut up and sit down," and then realise that they include more than one continuous shot? <laughs> because <laughs> I tried to do that I went how, how difficult can it be to do kind of mm-hmm. like a video from multiple angles and the answer is it's very difficult indeed yeah it's really hard it's kind of like you know <laughs> it's mad remembering where everything is and stuff like that so did you did you experiment yourself for a little bit just kind of filming different stuff or did Lindsay kind of come in from the very very beginning yeah, it was both of us from the beginning. Oh, really? I didn't do anything before then. Um, it was about April uh-huh. of 2017. We made the channel, came up with the name, uh-huh. and then didn't didn't do anything until September of 2017. I think I, I don't know why we didn't. I can't Did really remember. Did we make the trailer? No, we no. didn't. We didn't okay. do anything. Didn't and do a single thing. I think we. You know, it's one of those things. It's scary to get started, and how do you start? And um, our camera was like a really old digital camera. Mm. I think it was something I got as a graduate. Wasn't well. It like, wasn't very good. We didn't have any lights. Mm. And so we were lighting with lamps. <laughs> on a ironing board. On an ironing board. <laughs> it looked very professional. Um <laughs> our audio was really bad because we didn't know what we were doing with audio. We were both talking into one microphone right. <laughs> that we wanted to keep out of the shot so it was too far away mm. and mm-hmm. yeah, so we we sort of just started doing it together, discussing stuff. We never really tried playing around with multiple camera angles because part of my vision that night in bed when I was thinking about it mm-hmm. was what if we just had one shot, no B-roll, just us talking about a game and reviewing it very quickly, like trying to get through it because a lot of videos can go 15 to 20 minutes. Yes. And so we were like, what if the video was like five minutes and then that's it. And so we started doing that. I was posting them to Reddit to get feedback because I know that you know Reddit's quite a big community. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, but when we first started out, we did get a lot of really good feedback from people. Yeah. There. So I think it's when you start continuously po- posting stuff. Yeah. They're like, "Okay, we've had enough of you." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're done. You get the little Next message one, coming through saying community guidelines state that you should mm-hmm. you should only post stuff yourself once in a blue moon if your name's Cyril and you were born under the year of the goat, <laughs> and you're like, "All right then." <laughs> Get somebody else to post yeah. it then, should I? Um, kind of thing. So, yeah. Um, so, we, we just started, yeah, we just did that and then got some feedback. And mm-hmm. it, over time, it's, you know, since transformed. And then we moved not long after we'd started. And we, we were really getting into doing it. Mm-hmm. So, we bought a better camera from our friend. We got a friend that's really into cameras and he was looking to sell one because he was, he'd bought, he'd like upgraded. Yeah. Um, and so, he sold it to us really cheaply. Um, and then we bought a couple of lights from Amazon and started trying to make it look better and sound better. We bought lavalier mics and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was a it was a steady, very expensive um, <laughs> progression. But I'm happy with where we're at with it now. Um, yeah. I think there's still room to improve, which is why I'm always looking at stuff and I'm always trying to learn more about animation and lighting and sound. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it feels like a second job. Are you trying? Is it difficult to be innovative but non-innovative for like innovative sake? Because I see, I mean, one of the one of the, the, the I guess one of my most favourite YouTube channel, second favourite, because obviously you're my favourite. But one of my oh, yeah, of second yeah. favourite, maybe third favourite um, channels, because I realise I'm going to insult other people as well, is the <laughs> three minute the three minute board games. Yeah, and I have caught that quite. I think I'm pretty late to the party, and I can see why they've got so many subscribers and so many kind of people kind of chasing them because you don't end up watching one; you end up watching five, and it's just like here's a review of you know here's the. Here's the review of this game. Here's the review of that game. And the the cuts and everything like that are absolutely fantastic. And because there's mm-hmm. not a face, I think because there's not a face to it as well, I've not automatically attached it to a person. And I kind of watch the cuts and the animation and it must take 
ages to get this kind of three minutes of footage, but they're very, very fast. They're very, very good. And it's the same. <clears throat> it was the same with yourselves. What I've always liked about the kind of the videos is you're not you're not there to try and be kind of big and clever, if you know what I mean. You're not trying to make some kind mm-hmm. of huge philosophical point. You kind of you kind of get a grasp of whether or not you like the game, if you did like the game, kind of what were the main things you kind of like, and you also get the dual opinion as well. Sometimes what I find in YouTube videos um, is you get one person looking at the camera and it's just their opinion, and sometimes it can go into a thing. But you guys, it's quite... I like how kind of... It's not condensed, it's just a case of this is what we think, this is how you play it, this is what we think, and then you go and you kind of go on to the next one, which is what I kind of... Like about your stuff. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, that's kind of what we went in trying to do mm-hmm. was make it pretty quick because we don't. I don't know if it's just that we're bad at rules for games, but a lot of videos, you know, they'll have the big rules overview beforehand. So what we try and do is have here's more like the theme mm-hmm. of what it's like. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of saying a game for two to four players where you'll mm-hmm. be you know, having to collect cards, like, set collection in, like, Pandemic or whatever. It's, you know, your scientists and contingency experts and medics traveling the world trying to cure diseases, trying to, like, bring the flavor of the game and the theme and describe the game that way. Yeah. So it's more about not so much the rules and the mechanics in the little overview at the start, Mm -hmm. but more about the how does it feel to play, what are you doing? Yes. Um, And then we just move straight into then, like, when we first started, we actually laid everything out like overview, positives, yeah. negatives, components. You know, we tried to like break it down, but we're not super formal people. And that felt very formal. And so when we got on camera, it did feel not rigid, but it felt very like it was too structured. Mm-hmm. You know, we, more recently, we've been getting into just sort of more of a chat that's kind of not scripted, but. It is structured, but it's more like I think it flows yeah. better now these days. Yeah, and that's what yeah. I, that's what I like about it is the fact that it could be the case that we're not necessarily watching you on video, but you are actually we've bumped into each other in a cafe and we've decided to go for a coffee together. I've just asked you basically mm-hmm. what kind of game you've been playing, and it's almost like that level. You know, it's not horribly casual that you don't get a, a kind of a an indication of what the game's like, but you do get enough enough information for you to go, you know, you get a good, strong opinion from you guys, but you don't feel it's like, and now we're going to talk about the rules. Tell us about the rules, yeah. Lindsay, kind of thing. It's kind of kind of fairly <laughs> fairly conversational. Um how many takes do you generally do then, you know, Lindsay? I mean if you're if you're recording, <laughs> is I mean is it lots or is it just like, you know, uh, depends who you're asking. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's my fault. Whenever, <laughs> whenever we ta- we we can go okay. for a very long time taking takes, and mm. it it'll be my fault because I will forget uh, what I mean. I'll forget a word. Mm-hmm. I'll forget how to say a word, and then <laughs> it's the camera that does it. I think it's it's not a cam. It's like a stage fright, mm. but it's just if if you like I say if, if we just bumped into you and had a coffee and Lindsay wanted to tell you about a game she was yeah. excited about, she could do it all day. Mm. But as soon as the camera's on, she just forgets what I the know. game is. Yeah, the pressure's lot, on. Yeah, we're performing now. I don't know. Like it's I don't know what it is about it, but it just kind of flukes me, and then. I forget what I'm trying to say, hmm. and oh, and then I get frustrated, and that's no fun. I mean, <laughs> the, we put we always put bloopers on there, and I'd say a good ninety eight percent of those bloopers are just Lindsay screwing the heck up. I didn't want to say, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want. <laughs> no, it's fine. When we first started doing it, like I said, we didn't we didn't have any um, script. We yeah. just had like the overview. Yeah. And we didn't really do any B-roll. And so we would have to do it all in one take because for whatever reason, we were like, no cuts. We can never cut. Yeah. So if we ever, if we messed up, like right at the very end, we'd be like, oh, drat, guess we've got to start over. <laughs> Instead of just going, well, let's just throw some B-roll over that or let's just do a cut. Yeah. We never would. We always did it until we'd run through it every time in one go. Now we're much smarter. And we, when we write out what the episode's going to be mm-hmm. and we'll put like checkpoints 
throughout. We're like, right, we've got to get through that paragraph. And at the end, we're going to show this footage. And so we'll have, if we mess up after then, we know when we can jump back to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It makes it a lot easier to, to go through it. But then it is sometimes some of the paragraphs are just over and over again. And the more you mess up, the more you start getting your own head about it. So you mess up even more and then... Chris has to get creative with his cuts sometimes when he's editing. <laughs> <laughs> he'll have to like create a word out of something that I've said. I've had to make f- a full sentence <laughs> from eight different takes really? where each word is from a different take. Yeah, that happened once I'm a few so weeks sorry. ago because Lindsay just kept saying it, but I could tell she was getting more and more frustrated on each take. And so the way she speaks is different. <laughs> and so some words sound really mad. I'm like, well, I can't use that, even though the rest of it's okay. So I'll like cut that word out and take from a different one. And this is all just under B-roll. And so uh, I don't need to worry too much about the cuts, yeah. but the sentence needs to sound like she's saying it <laughs> at the same level of happiness. <laughs> I've Poor guy. been there Poor guy. so many times. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's your whole I've, thing, isn't it? It's gonna be when I've kind of like, yeah... When I've been listening to myself and I was like, you sound like a fool, like a damn <laughs> fool. And then I cut it out and then I realized that there's some parts you can, it's not, I don't, if I, I don't generally edit my guests. Um, I generally will edit myself because it's like, I'm sick of listening to my own voice. I mean, most people probably are after 300 episodes, but there's something. <laughs> It's like I'm very conscious sometimes if I've edited something, I've had to kind of be creative with the editing because it's like, you know, all of a sudden I'll be like going, yeah, and that's really interesting. And there's that kind of (laughs) almost like smash cut of kind of different words kind of coming together. Um, With you, okay, is your collection, is it dictated by the games that you want to cover for the channel? Or do you do you now have like a, a I guess a lot of kind of uh, media makers? I don't like to call them content creators. Um, <laughs> I don't media manufacturers, people that make stuff. I don't know farmers. <laughs> I don't know, no idea. I don't know where I'm going with this. But do you have a kind of a, a pile of stuff that you've got to cover for the channel? And then do you have a pile of stuff that will say, "I'll tell you what." Let's cover that travesty, terraforming Mars. Let's get out of the way first, and then we can go and play a good board game that we've been looking forward to ourselves. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. Because yeah. we've been starting to now that we're growing, and mm-hmm. you know we're going to more events or so meeting more publishers, mm-hmm. and we are starting to get sent games, and so we do have a pile mm-hmm. on top of our shelf. That are the games that we currently need to play. Mm-hmm. Yes, we've got a pile of games that are the ones that are. We've played, and so we need to write up some sort of um, script or overview or whatever mm-hmm. it'll be. Yeah. Um, and then we've got scripts ready, but we also like to do other series. So we, we're enjoying doing like a, you know, like list things like top tens. We don't do them very often, mm-hmm. but we, we enjoy doing those every now and then. They're a nice little break from doing the, the reviews because you can be a lot more relaxed with them. We don't need to script them. Yeah. Yeah. It's mostly just... I'll to do the 10 games and then put the camera on. Mm-hmm. And we've also started a series where Lindsay cooks food while reviewing a board game, which is a lot of fun. But we're going to try and start, uh, I think, mixing up some of those things. So the reviews, we could do Lindsay cooking a food. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cooking a food. Cooking, cooking a food. food. <laughs> and review a game as well, like one of the games that we've been sent. <laughs> you know, how everyone does, cook a food. Cook a food. Um, so, Yeah. Yeah, we do have our, our piles, and then we've got our own games. Like, the majority yeah. of the games we've got are our games. Yeah, it's interesting, the obligations that you create for yourself, you know, because you've got things that you feel responsible for covering this because it was sent to you, mm. and then you've got things where you feel, I have to cover this because it's hot right now, and then there's other ones where you're very passionate about it, and you're like, I really want to cover this because it's so good. And so you've got these different yeah. layers of of needs and um it's how you put that together and get it to the viewer that is tricky <laughs> it is tricky yeah. while maintaining your own like yeah, we've got our own life yeah. the own, our own games we want to play just for pleasure mm-hmm. and yeah it is it is tough and we've only got so much time you know in a week we generally record most saturdays right some sundays so a lot of our week is used up because we work and then yeah, it mm-hmm. is. 
it, it makes it a long week. How, um, how long? I mean, is recording session is that like an entire day? Basically, are yeah. you yeah. are you talking like an entire day for you to kind of put a couple of videos to bed, kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we'll we'll because we got to set everything up because our game room is where we do the recording mm-hmm. and it's not big enough to have a permanent setup. Um, and so we have to set up the room that we're going to be shooting in, set mm-hmm. the camera up, set all the lights up, mm-hmm. and then break everything down at the end of it all. And mm-hmm. wow. we do tend to do a couple of videos in a day. So we'll throughout the week, we'll write our scripts and our overviews. And well, that's what we should do. We'll, yeah, we don't always do that. Sometimes <laughs> it's Saturday morning, we wake up early so that we can write some scripts for the day. Uh-huh. <laughs> See, that's most, most Saturdays. That's why I like my gonzo style of podcasting, because I don't even need to do any preparation. People just think yeah. it's an interesting way of doing things, finding out nothing about your guests before they come on. And I just say, it's not my job. I just shut up and let them tell everything that they want people to hear. <laughs> That's not my job. Um, have you ever been <clears throat> have you ever been sent a game where you've kind of had to go, um, this is terrible and I don't necessarily want to spend the day of my time? I mean, do you play... Do you play games? Do you play games quite a few times to get a good feel about them, and then give your opinion? I mean, have you ever? Had I'm sure there are. There's yeah. ones that you've had, and you just went, "I really can't understand why this is any good," kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. So we did. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with board game exposure. Yes. The uh, the Facebook group. So we we used to do reviews with them. Yeah. Before they stopped doing that. And uh, there was a game we got sent that was, I think it just finished its Kickstarter right. and it exceeded its goal by quite a bit. It wasn't a big amount. I think it was asking for £5,000 right. and it got like 20000 Right. And we played it and we were like, that wasn't very good. Maybe we did something wrong. Yeah. So we rechecked the rules. We checked with Nick from Board Game Exposure. We were like, is this right? And he was like, yeah. And um, so we played it again and we were like, yeah, no, still not good. So then we played it. I feel like we tried it with more people. We tried it with more people because we, we were playing it with two-player and we thought maybe that's the problem. Even though it said it should be able to play two-player, we played it with three and four players a couple of times each and everyone we played with was like, this is awful. <laughs> what? This isn't even a game. <laughs> yeah. And we were like, yeah, this feels like a prototype to something that could be a game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, in the review, we were like, we tried but did not <laughs> like this we did offer constructive criticism i think mm-hmm. um about how they could help yeah but we're like but it's already finished its kickstarter so that was a little pointless <laughs> yeah so we were like i don't know who that this is really helping now. the art was nice yeah it was very nice what was the game yeah. come on what was the game? should we say it's i mean you can see it's if, pretty obvious if you go back channel. and you <laughs> it's called i think it was just called right okay something um, like it's a card game yeah, I think I think it's just called it's a card game. Um, I can't remember it very well what it was like, but you had to like collect. Oh no, you were trying to create these colors, series of colors, so that you could collect these ruins or something. Yeah, there was like relics. You had to. It was like a set collection know. game, but everything just kind of came down to whoever goes first. <laughs> We'll get the best stuff every single time. If I remember mm. something like that, yeah. you'd have to watch the review. Of yeah, it, but... I can't remember it very well, but. It was it was like spring two thousand and eighteen, I think. Is we got given actually, and Nick gave it to us at Aircon last year. Oh, right, okay. And when he handed it to us, he went, "Have fun with this." Because <laughs> he he didn't like it either. I didn't think you were going to share yeah. that part. Oh, sorry, Nick. sorry, Nick. I, I mean, he gave it a bad review as well. So. Did he? Okay. Well, that's fine. Yeah. I hope so. That means we d- <laughs> that means we don't need to edit this bit part. <laughs> you know. And make Nick is that Nick Welford? Um, Nick Welford, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was, um, yeah. But you Sorry. know, a lot of times you, you we can look at a same game very differently. That's that's the thing about like being two people on one channel. You mm-hmm. know, like you, there was a baseball game, and Chris was oh, baseball highlights. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, um, and you were a big, I big fan of that game. I thought it was really. Cool. I could not get through that game really? yeah but it was mm-mm. yeah so but then when we do a review like that it makes it more interesting we can talk about it from the two perspectives because mm-hmm. um, a lot of times we do have very similar tastes with games there's only a few differences and one of the main ones are deck builders which 
that's what baseball highlights is. And so I really liked it. I thought it was pretty cool. And then Lindsay just nope. could not get into it. Mm-mm. But I think that works. It's not baseball highlights' fault. <laughs> no, but I think that kind of just... works because you'll have kind of different, you know, you'll have different tastes. And as the channel's going on, you can see clearly when sometimes one of the, one of you is like clearly delightfully more enthusiastic than the other <laughs> or you're both kind of like yay this is amazing you're both kind of sitting there going oh this is the um <laughs> kind of thing um you know that um designer is going to come after me i don't care um you know bring your armies you know i've got smelly feet um because it's been you know it's been sunny outside and I cut the grass and I didn't wear any socks for my trainers and so my feet currently are deadly you know you're lucky they're not on camera because you'd be blinded but um has it is there kind of were you surprised at the number of companies that were kind of happy to start to send you out kind of review and preview copies yeah, really surprised. Yeah. Yeah, it happened. It started just before UK Games Expo. Mm-hmm. Um, Thames and Cosmos contacted us and said, hey, we want to send you a couple of games. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, that's awesome. We like Thames and Cosmos. Mm-hmm. We've so far liked most of their games that we played. Mm-hmm. And so we said, yeah. And then at UK Games Expo, um, I spoke to Ross from More Games, Please, um, about, because he gets sent a lot of games, and we just got onto the, the chat uh, having a discussion about it. And he was like, if, if you want certain games, there's no harm in just asking yes. and just saying, here's my here's our channel, here's what we tend to cover and review. If you think that'd be a good fit, you know, we'd love to take a look at this game mm-hmm. or if there's games you would, could recommend, yeah. you know. And so we've done that a few times. And so far, the results have been very positive. People have been more than happy to send us out a couple of games. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that kind of amazed me. But the way Ross sort of put it to me was... They're going to be getting a lot of people asking them, can we review this game? Yes. And they're like, so if you don't ask, why are they going to really contact you when they've got probably a huge backlog of people that they could send games to to review? Yeah. Um, I get, but on the other side of it, I guess, I mean, you've got, um, is it over a thousand subscribers on the channel? Yeah, just over here. So, I mean, what, 1088 or something? In like terms that. of, it's, this is where the kind of the board game media is kind of. Is you can do comparisons in size with other kind of media, and that's a still a, a decent number for a publisher to say, well, if I if I send them games, and they've got a thousand subscribers, and say, you know, a fifth of those people actually watch the video, that's two hundred people, and out of the two hundred yeah. people, if you know, if ten go out and buy the game from somebody or 20 go out and buy the game from somebody then it's kind of worthwhile them kind of sending out that copy um in the first place because you know especially if they get kind of like a a kind of like a you know a decent a decent positive kind of you know review from yourself so Mm -hmm. you've kind of got that i have done a Pontius pilot on that completely and the conversation that i had with steve wonderful steve who you should be checking out the blog stuff that he's writing because he's doing some really wonderful... He's done a, a few reviews for us so far and he's going to be doing a f- quite a lot of more reviews. And I said to him, I said to him, okay, um, all I want is you can contact whoever you want because I, I don't know, I feel funny about contacting people, publishers that have been on the show to say to them, yeah. send us a preview or a review copy of something because of how friendly I try to be on the podcast, you know, and if I Mm -hmm. get sent, you know, that's why it's recently when we had um, Janice Turner talking about, you know, censor ghosts, yeah? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, While Janice was on the show, it was Steve that wrote the review for censor ghosts because he was like an individual person with their own kind of thoughts and feelings and they could be kind of impartial enough. I would have thought if Janice had been on the show and us spending kind of 20 minutes obviously um, talking about kind of various food intolerances, people would have went then, all right, so you've had obviously, you know each other obviously quite well so therefore you're then going ahead and writing up a 
a write up of their game that's on Kickstarter. Mm, that looks a bit sus. Whereas I give it, I give stuff to Steve. All I've said is, Steve, go hunt, find, kill, eat what you want. <laughs> and he's, he's recently come back and said, right, I've contacted all these companies and I'm getting all of the games. And I was like, okay, crack on. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> that's kind of fair. That's kind of fair enough. Of you, I mean, are you, I guess with, is it kind of like a, a kind of a continuing circle as you get more as you get more and more kind of publishers kind of willing to send you copies does that give you additional confidence to then contact the even bigger names and say hey look we are currently doing reviews for this guy this guy and you know this company and and and, and her there could you and them could you you know could you consider adding us to your kind of your reviewers list yeah, I found that for sure because I've done, I think, pretty much all of that side of our channel is mm-hmm. contacting these publishers. And like I said, Thames and Cosmos contacted us first. And so that was like, oh, mm-hmm. that's a pretty big company. We might be able to do this more. And so then when I started contacting a few others and they were all very quick and eager to be like, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We'll send you some stuff out. You know, Give us the address. We'll send these games. That definitely boosts your confidence. And you're like, oh. Okay, yeah, we actually do have... I think because, like I said, we've got just over a 1,000 subscribers, which yeah. isn't a huge amount, but I think in the board gaming world, it's, it, is. it is getting a little bit more of a size. Yeah. But I think also we've shown consistency. We've put out basically one video every week for, you know, 18 months at this point, probably, yeah. with only a little bit of breaks here and there. Yeah. So I think we've shown not only do we have the subscriber count, but we also have been doing this for a while. And I think we've met a lot of the people that you know, work for these companies and run these companies through different events like UK Games Expo mm-hmm. and Aircon. And so I think people have kind of got to know us. Like Frank sending us the Isle of Cats was because we spent time with him at Aircon last year yeah. and then at UK Games Expo yeah. last year. And, you know, so it, building these friendships and these relationships, it's more than just a random person contacting them and being like, hey, you don't know who I am, but can I have some of your games? Yeah, or maybe somebody that's had them on the show about maybe three or four times now and you know, constantly supported him during the City of Kings and any other follow-up kind of campaign that he had. Yeah, thanks, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> not bitter. You're not bitter or anything, not are at all. you? <laughs> not at all. If you excuse me, I'm just going to get some gin for this bitter lemon. Um, no, I'm only joking. It's because <laughs> Frank's a bit salty because I, I, <laughs> I went on his Isle of Cats Facebook page. <laughs> And I just put my my only contribution to the entire campaign is just to write dogs are better. <laughs> just, <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> just kind of like walk away. So there you go. No, it's Dog fine. Mike. No, but it's good because I mean you. Go, I mean my other my other thing is it's commitment for me to like you know to say to people, oh yeah, give me this and I'll do like you know videos and things like that. I just can't. It's really difficult for me to kind of commit that and I know the types of videos I've done a couple of videos and I was okay with them you know I too want to be somebody who looks at shop and sit down stuff and say I could do that in a second and then realize it's going to take me three and a half months and I'm just like that that's rubbish but I'd also don't want to commit to people and say right I'm going to do kind of a big huge kind of video type thing and commit to that and then realize that I'm kind of going oh I really really need to do this kind of thing which is why yeah. I've started to kind of like unboxes and unboxing and things like that as well. Um, how's it been with your peers in the space as well? I mean, have you found the have you found that the, the community in general to be quite kind of open and friendly and warm, or are they going that it's that behind the box people go away kind of thing? <laughs> how, how have you found that? Uh- I found it to be very inviting. Yeah. Um, we, we've made so many good friends through the hobby mm-hmm. and at different conventions. Um, it's just been unbelievable. And it's so easy to just, again, it come, it's so easy to socialize with people when you've got a game in front of you. Mm-hmm. It just kind of facilitates that and helps you be a little bit less anxious and you know you've got something to concentrate on so that you don't have to feel like the, everybody's looking at you and, yeah um it's yeah just brilliant and people are so warm and so helpful so willing to 
give advice and yeah even we found it from the other creators as well like um at aircon ross um came up to us and he was like hey i'm about to play a game with efka from no pun included mm-hmm. do you want to join us and we were like okay yeah yeah this sounds good yeah <laughs> not freaking out internally at all um and so we went and played games with the two of them and he was just so lovely so friendly so mm-hmm. nice as is ross as you know um and then that whole weekend then we kind of hung out with them a lot of the time and Paul Grogan from Gaming Rules, we went down to his uh, convention last couple weeks ago. What was that like? I'm interested because um, I've heard people say some really, really nice things about it and I know that Paul is has been, he was a bit, I think he was a bit stressed out about the whole thing. I think he went, I'm going to put a convention on and then he went, (laughs) oh, I'm putting a convention on. (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah, and he's like, I'm putting a convention on, and but I think that's exactly what happened to him. <laughs> How did it go? Yeah, what was it like? It was really good. Was great, uh, yeah. Paul Paul thought of a lot of things, and he made sure that um, everything you would need was there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just kind of a smaller version of what we normally experience at a convention. Um, yeah. so, so far, we've only been to Aircon and UK Games Expo before mm-hmm. this. Obviously, they're a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. But it, it reminded me of Aircon, but like on a much yeah. smaller scale. Yeah. It, was, it was a nice, intimate gathering of like-minded people. Everybody like super jazzed about board games and... Um, it was really nice because Clumpton, where they had it. So, um, I don't think we've actually said what it was that we were at. So it was called Ting, um, which is, this is not GridCon. So later Paul is going to like back in, in November, November. Yeah. he's going to have actual GridCon. Yeah. So this is kind of like a warming up for that. Um, but Clumpton where they have, I might not be saying that right. Is it Clumpton or I think Clumpton? they pronounce it Clumpton. Clumpton, right. Okay. Yeah. But it's like a really small, um, lovely village. Everybody knows everybody. Mm-hmm. It's a very close community. And quite a few of the people that belong to Paul's gaming group were there. And, um, and everybody, again, is just so happy to just play a game with you. You know, they'll come over. They'll yeah. see that you're packing up a game. And they'll say, hey, you're packing that up. Do you want to come join us with this other game? And you just find your people, you know, you you just immediately belong. And yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, so welcoming. It, yeah, mm-hmm. it was really good. I think Paul should be very proud. Excellent. Yeah, he did a great job. Excellent. Yeah, job. I think he's going to have a good time with GridCon because that's going to be a much um, much bigger, yeah. more, more the real thing. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't think he's got... He will worry, but I don't think he's of got anything to worry about. Of course he will. That's Paul. That's Paul bless his cotton socks. Um, <laughs> what's your plans for the channel? I mean... <laughs> I mean, I know they asked the kind of the innovation question, but one of the, you know, I am dull and consistent, and I found that's worked being kind of dull and consistent and allowing the <laughs> guests to shine on the show. But are you, is there temptation to kind of make multiple changes? Obviously, you mentioned kind of the cooking with Lindsay spot and things like that. But are you quite happy just to say, well, let's just run along with what we've got? and see how things go now? Or have you got kind of... I think for for me, because I do a lot of research into, um, you know, how to do a successful YouTube channel and how to do social media and things like that. I've been been getting more serious into looking into that this year. And so we've recently, like, rebranded our channel a bit. We've got a new logo. We've got new channel banners on the YouTube and on Facebook and on Twitter. And, um, sorry, Lindsay's just dropped her headphones. Sorry. Um, yeah, so right now, <laughs> right now I'm just waiting for Lindsay to put headphones it's back just, in. I'm so you sorry, know, I had like, to open the door. One of these things, <laughs> you know, and that's fine, you can put it in the blooper reel. <laughs> yeah, we might have to do that. I'm so sorry. I think, yeah, a lot of it is just, we're, we're doing the same stuff going forward, I think on the channel we're just doing it more um improved i'm trying to work with the youtube algorithms a little bit better and yeah i think a lot of it for my end is more technical we've recently changed some of the camera angles we're using a wider angle we're just trying out some new stuff and just trying to have fun with it that's kind of always been the point 
And that's why we started doing a series called Let's Party with Lindsay. Yeah. Which yeah. Lindsay thought up that name in a dream. Mm-hmm. It's worked out pretty well. Yeah, people have, have liked that. So Everything's <laughs> coming up Lindsay lately. I get I get cool. my own little Let's Party with Lindsay. I get to add plants to the window, which is something that from the very beginning... I have been wanting to put us in front of a window and get get some plant action up there, and only just recently I have I have achieved what uh, what I what I wanted like two years it's ago. It's direct yeah. connection back to the cardboard, isn't it? I mean, that's what it comes down <laughs> to. You know, you're you're it's basically so you're showing cousins, and this is yeah. if you, if you grow up well and big and strong, one day <laughs> you too could be a copy of Spirit Island. <laughs> Why do you think so? And if you're bad, you'll be a copy of the darkness. I should, I should, stop, I should stop saying that. You know, that, you know they're not going to listen anyway. You know, um, uh, I sure hope not. I really hope not. And if you do, I really apologise. You know, obviously, I'm sure your I game's don't think they've got this fantastic and wonderful. We would apology. have cut, cut out in the set the first time. We don't mean oh, to eternally. Sure. It's usually terraforming Mars as the whipping boy, and that's only because I know Stephen Bonacore is far away. If he ever turned up, this will be my thing. I was listening to a podcast today and about um, uh, Mark Cook talking about Aircon, and he mentioned Stephen Bonacore, and I could just imagine me turning up at Aircon, and all, <laughs> all you'd hear a scream from the other side of the room as I went into the conference call, <laughs> as the conference hall, and Stephen Bonacore's running up towards me with like a deluxe copy of Terraforming Mars and smacks <laughs> me across the face and I do like a 180 over the table and end up smashing down and he's like slag off my game will you um, and then on he goes that was a bad accent but I don't care um, thank you very very much for coming on I'm aware of taking up far too much of your time um, no but it's been great if people are interested in keeping an eye on what you're up to, well, they can see you anyway through the YouTubes. Um, but where mm. do you exist on the internet webs? Where can we find you? <laughs> so, yeah, so we're on YouTube. Um, we've found it's best to tell people to search for behind the box board games because right after we started the channel, there was this fad that went crazy called behind the box where people would put things inside of a box mm-hmm. and then put the hands in to the sides and they'd have to touch weird stuff and guess what it is yeah my kids love that that was great yeah that was great timing um yeah so if you add the word board games you'll find us (laughs) um on twitter i think on twitter facebook and instagram were behind the box yt like yankee tango um you say i think no it is i know it is is. i can confirm it's behind Uh, the box yt yeah, that's because it wasn't available just behind the box, unfortunately. Too many people sticking their hands in boxes, that's the thing. Scumbags. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and then we're currently working through upgrading the uh, our website as well. Excellent. Is currently live, but it's on our old format, which isn't very good. It looks like crap. Oh, so, don't well, say well, that. I made it, so it doesn't look right. <laughs> yes, nice. it does. I think it looks lovely. <laughs> the new one looks <laughs> good. It's no, not finished, but it's no, looking it's good. It's going to be worthwhile getting checked out once <laughs> it's all updated and looking fantastic. Chris is sitting there going, why is my website's crap? What's wrong with you? <laughs> we just spent like an hour talking really nicely, and then you bring my website in it. Outside, so. Um, no, what we'll do is we'll take all those links and we'll put them in the show notes so that we have got notes to show um, if you want to keep an eye on what we're up to and um, bless every single one of you uh, may you, if you're too hot may you suddenly go to your freezer and realise you've got a delicious ice cold magnum sitting in there that you didn't realise that you had so there you go that's my bless to you um, but if you want to keep an eye on what we're up to go to the internet webs and search for We're Not Wizards and you'll find us because we're on Facebook and we're on Instagram and we're on Twitter and we've got our website which is .com and we've got our blogspot uh, which is blogspot.com and go there because Steve is about to ramp up the writing on that site. Um, if you like what you've listened to tonight, we're on YouTube as well, but check out Chris and Lindsay. Don't check out our YouTube stuff because it's crap. Um 
But if you do like what you've listened to tonight, then uh, go to iTunes uh, or Apple Podcasts and drop us a rating or a review. Um, And as we say, if you are going to give us a rating or review, don't give us uh, 10 stars because it'll make us big-headed. And don't give us one star because it'll make us cry. Give us something in the middle, like a five because it's average and we're just a little bit average. But the people who have not been average tonight and are my favourites and I don't care, come after me. Um, I've got Chris, I've got Lindsay. Thank you very, very much for coming on. Oh, thank you so much for having us. Entirely our pleasure. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and remember, like and subscribe and tick the little bell thing for notifications. (laughs) All of those things. Because an angel gets its wings or something like that. (laughs) Don't know yeah, what I think that that's means. what it is. You know, it's in the YouTube turns of service. Something like that. Um, <laughs> there's um, there's only two more things to do. The uh, first thing is to remember that um, we're many things, but we're not wizards. Are we wizards? No, no. we are not. We are not wizards. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the second thing is, to, and the second thing is to say goodbye. So. It's goodbye from Chris. Say goodbye, Chris. Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. And it's a goodbye from Lindsay. Say goodbye, Lindsay. Goodbye. Goodbye. And it's a goodbye from me. Remember, stay safe. Roll sixes. And um, remember, it's not on the box, the side of the box, underneath the box, in front of the box. If you want to get yourself some tabletop cardboard wonder and magic in your eyes, get yourself behind the box. But until the next time, (laughs) stay safe, roll sixes, make something awful, and goodbye. A wizard is never late. Is he early? He arrives precisely when he means to. Mm-hmm.